That's a very powerful thing if you're connecting with other people not to bag them and tag them, but to serve them because I believe that sales is a service. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with John Ferrara. Now, uh, John is the founder of as far as I understand, it's a social CRM and it brings in all the data from every platform it's like LinkedIn, Twitter, email, um, all the different sites out there that someone might have a social profile on and apparently I, I've, I think even uh, even blogs because when I just jumped on the phone with John then, he goes, oh, so I know a bit about you. You've actually been to the Philippines and building resorts. How do you even know that? That's kind of a bit hard to find. So it sounds like a very interesting platform and I wanted to get actually... The story of how I found John was that I was doing uh, some emailing to people who, using, who were using Infusionsoft. Someone was using, so they'd, oh, they'd cancelled Infusionsoft and then gotten Nimble. And then I said, well, can I talk to you about Nimble? And I said, no, no, you can't interview me. You've got to go interview the guy who owns the company because that makes a lot more sense. And uh, so that's when I you know, hit up John to say, well, let's talk. Let's have a chat. And uh, so now we're here. And I wanted to find out a bit about what Nimble does, a bit about the relationship side of it, and why. And I think John, uh, as far as I understand, really believes in that, that this is all about real relationships and exploring who someone is, and you know, a little bit different from the ordinary, the old school marketers approach. So, going to be an interesting episode. John, how are you? I'm great, John. It's a pleasure to connect with you and your community. I love to teach. I believe that the more people that you can help grow, the more you'll grow. And so I, I love every opportunity to get up on my soapbox and talk about the power of relationships and its ability to help you achieve your dreams by helping other people achieve theirs. Yeah, fantastic. Man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. So before we get into some of the relationship stuff and the nitty-gritty of what's actually going on in the world today with this stuff, can you give the listener a bit more of a background on who you are and what you do? Sure. So I... I some people call me the Don Quixote of relationship management. Some people call me the godfather of CRM, but I'm just a guy that uh, struggles like every other business person to identify people that matter, to reach out and build connections that uh, enable me to stay top of mind so when they make buying decisions, they consider my products or services. I started out as a sales guy when I was a kid and I, could, I struggled with managing relationships and I looked around and I couldn't find a tool to help me to do that well. So I quit my job when I was 29 years old and I started a company called Goldmine. You ever heard of Goldmine, John? I have not, no. Yeah. So if you Google, John, for our Goldmine, what you'll see is that before there was Outlook, before there was CRM or SFA as terms, before Salesforce existed, Goldmine was the contact tool that people used to manage relationships and to turn contacts into gold. So basically, in 1989, I was the first company that integrated contacts, calendar, communication, sales and market automation, and collaboration into a business team tool that we sold to uh, over 5 million companies around the world. Nice. I just found the website here. Is it still going? Yeah, we sold the company in 1999. Um, so we started in 1989. Started the company on $5,000, no bank loans, no venture capital. When we sold it, we were doing about $70 million a year in revenue. Yeah. We had about 5 million customers. And, um, you know, after running a business for 10 years, uh, I didn't really have that much time for connecting to people that are important to me, my family and my friends. So I sold the business. 
And the guy that I sold it to sold it for double what he paid me for. And then uh, some venture firm bought it and they started to put in some middle management people that had no idea of what they were doing. And the company's just sort of uh, floated for a while. Uh, okay. Okay. That's a cool story. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is that having invented SFA, CRM, contact management, and market automation before they existed, I know a thing or two about the market. And I took, a t- I took time out to raise uh, three babies because I, I truly believe that we're on this planet to grow our souls and help other people grow theirs. And I think that you can't do that unless you're present with other human beings. And I think the most important people to be present with are your family and friends. So I took time in my life to do that. But in the process, I started to use social media and I saw the immense power of its ability to help you to connect to other human beings effectively. And I saw how it was going to change the way customers make buying decisions and companies engage with them. And I started looking for a tool that would enable me to integrate social media with relationships. I saw that contact tools didn't do that, where we all live, Outlook, Address Book, and Google Contacts. And then I started looking at CRM systems and saw they weren't even about relationships. They're really management reporting tools. So CRM, I think, stands for more of customer reporting management than customer relationship management. There's 225 million global businesses. Less than 3% use any CRM. Most people's CRM is their inbox or a spreadsheet. So I got back in the business to help fix what I think is broken, the relationship management market. Because if you weren't forced to use a CRM, you wouldn't use it. That's why they call it Salesforce, because you had to force salespeople to use it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. That's good. That's good. So, I mean, one thing I'm really, there's a few directions that I'm going to take this conversation. But I think one interesting part is this, this philosophy that you've got with helping people, like believing that, you know, we're really here to grow and that uh, helping other people grow is, is the best way to grow. So where does that, um, you know, what motivates that philosophy? Where did that come from? Well, if you think about, if you go back before the madman marketing that occurred from mass manufacturing, if you go back to the small town of any really country, People knew each other, and business people built their reputation, the promises they make, and the experiences they delivered, and the people that they served and how grew. And so today, I think that social media is increasing the transparency and expectations of customers to companies, of employees to employers, and it's creating a world of, of, of a small town. And so I believe that, as Zig Ziglar said, the more people that you can help grow, the more you'll grow. And the best way to do that is to be somebody's trusted advisor so that when they make a buying decision, they think of you. It's just hard to do in today's overconnected, overcommunicated world. So what I've done is create a platform that helps people to more effectively connect and stay connected to people that matter in their lives. And it's not prospects and customers that are going to help you grow your business. For instance, John, you're connecting with me. I'm not a prospect or customer to your lead conversion strategy and market automation consulting practice. No, I'm a person that can help teach other people about the promise of building their marketing and their uh, lead conversion strategy because I'm somebody who knows a thing about that. So you're building a relationship with me and through that relationship, you're then connecting with other people and setting yourself up as a trusted advisor of people that you can help grow. So ultimately, John, I think that what you've done in your whole life is identify people that you could help serve and grow And whether you're helping them with leads or whether you're helping them with education or whether you're helping build bridges someplace, I really believe that we're here on the planet to help other people uh, grow. And ultimately, it's about growing your soul. 
because I believe that, um, like I said, we're on this planet to grow our souls and help other people grow theirs. And we do that by being present with other human beings, by sharing our passions and dreams. And through that vibration, we help each other succeed. And ultimately, that's all we leave this planet with is the vibrations of those connections. And I think that, uh, that from a business perspective, that's a very powerful thing. If you're connecting with other people, not to bag them and tag them, but to serve them because I believe that sales is a service. Mm, I like that. And I think it's, it's, the world's changing in this way we, you know, with technology in the sense of, like you said, because it's all connected and we have all these different software applications that allow us to, to build these relationships across the world. So you're in a different state. I, you, know, you thought I was in Thailand or Australia. Here I am in you know, Vancouver. But I think you're right with this, this idea that the world's getting smaller or flatter, as, uh, as one guy said, and that uh, it's changing the way business is done. So it's taking it from this like this, oh, I'm going to market and sell stuff to you, to how can I help you? How can I serve you? Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, it's not about business. It's about relationships because hopefully you're doing business with people that you like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you're connecting beyond the, you know, how much money can I make from you or how many things did you order from me? It's about shared passions and dreams and you're sharing that with that person whether it's a photograph of some mountains that you climbed or your baby or a sunset or some food you ate all of the different tools we have for sharing in social media and connections are increasing the top of mind bonding that you have with other people and ultimately that's great for business because what may west said is out of sight is out of mind and out of mind is out of money honey and if you're not top of mind with your customers when they make buying decisions you're through. And so how do you stay top of mind? You don't do that by sending them a quarterly newsletter. You don't do that by sending them an email and saying how great your products or services are because nobody cares about how great you are or your products are. They care about themselves. People buy a better version of themselves. They don't buy great products. So if you can be seen as a trusted advisor, a thought leader, somebody who can help them grow, when they do need your products or services, they'll not only contact you, but they'll bring their friends. Okay. And then, so I'm curious, how do you, with this philosophy, how do you apply this philosophy in your own life? Well, I believe that the heart of our relationships are our contacts, our calendar, and our communication. And ultimately, our contacts and our communications are not just in our Outlook, Outlook, Book, or Google Contacts. They're uh, across six different tabs in our browsers and three different apps in our desktop. So Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, Foursquare, Google+, AngelList, Crunchbase, Quora, etc. I think that in today's world, we're overconnected and overcommunicated, and it's hard to identify people that matter. And so... Imagine me, John, uh, five years ago when I envisioned uh, social and it's the way it's changing, the way customers make buying decisions and companies engage with them. And I wanted to build a platform that would empower people to do that at scale. How do I build my own brand and my and the Nimble brand? Because look, Goldmine was Grandpa's platform back in the day, so they're not going to remember who that what what Goldmine was, or even who John Ferraro was, because basically I'd been a dad for eight years, right? Yeah. And so I had to go out and build my brand and build the Nimble brand from scratch, and I did that without any marketing dollars. So the way I did it is I reached out and, and I connected with the influencers of my core constituency in and around the areas of promise of my product. So what that means is. I found the people who influence my prospective customers in and around the areas of promise of Nimble, which is sales, marketing, startups, entrepreneurship, social media, social business, et cetera. 
And I reached out and built an authentic and relevant pay it forward relationship with those people where I then established a human connection. And then over time, we became friends and supporters of each other. They started to give me feedback on the Nimble idea, started using Nimble, started talking about Nimble. And then eventually that then scaled the brand of the company to their networks and their networks of networks. And now we're generating 70,000 unique visitors per month on our website. We're converting at 10% to trial and 20% to paid with no advertising and no salespeople. So basically, the stuff I'm talking about is very powerful and it works. And it's not indifferent than the way I built Goldmine. So think about this, John. Hmm. Imagine having a network business applications before people knew they needed networks. So back in the day in 1989, 1990, businesses were adopting computers in the early days and they bought Novell networks to tie printers and hard drives together. But there were no network business applications that enabled people to share data. So there was no Outlook. There was no combination of email, calendar, and contacts. I created the first platform, and then I integrated market automation. So I built If This and That for people and companies. So you could essentially say, if you put a name in the Goldmine database and it looks like this, then do that. Day one, do this. Day seven, do that. So I built the first relationship platform for a company. How do you sell that? So I, I was a kid in an apartment with $5,000. So the way I did it was I identified the influencers of my prospects, Novell Network resellers. I called them up one by one around cold the globe, cold called them. Hmm. And I got them to use Goldmine because people sell what they know and they know what they use. They started using it. They started to recommend it. And that's what bootstrapped Goldmine. I never took a dime of money from anybody and, uh, and essentially today we're doing the same thing but in a digital social way. And so the idea of influence marketing, influencer engagement is very powerful. And um, it's just hard to do with the tools we have to do when you're living in Outlook address book and Google contacts and Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, et cetera, and trying to manage all those connections and conversations. Mm, okay. I mean, one thing that it is hard to manage, and one, one, like, one objection I'm seeing myself, and I reckon anyone who's listening to this, is that, it's going to be like, well, you know, I can just go to Facebook or Google and buy some ads and do it that way. But to go and connect and build these real, these actual relationships with these people, that's going to take time and, you know, it's going to take too much time and too much effort. Yeah, but you know what? People overestimate what they could do in a few years and they underestimate what they can do in, in 10. And so, you know, John, how long have you been doing what you're doing? You, you, were, you were basically managing a resort. How long ago? To oh, I kind of left. It. I think I sent my first invoice while I was at the, for the copywriting stuff about two years. That was mid two thousand and twelve, so almost three years ago. Yeah, and look where you are now. Yeah. You know, you're you're a global marketing strategist and consultant, right? Yeah. And so imagine where you're going to be in five years or ten years. So you know, you could be daunted at what it's going to take to build your brand and grow your network, but if you don't start today. You won't get anywhere as tomorrow. And so I believe that your network is your net worth, that your personal brand plus your professional network equals your professional net worth. And that goes for an individual or it goes for a company. And look at what we've done with Nimble. Nimble is a global brand, all done without any advertising spend, all done by in relationships with influencers and building community through conversation by inspiring and educating other people with content. And that is the future of business. Content or relationships. Yes. 
Yeah. So basically, think about this. You're in a digital boat in the social river. And what you need to do is you need to be able to drop lures into the river and be able to get bites on those lures and reel them in. So today, if you're smart, you're sharing content to inspire and educate other people. And I call that the five E's of social business. Educate, enchant, engage, embrace, and empower your customers. And you do that by giving your knowledge away. So if on a daily basis you shared content that inspired and educated people about how they could be more effective at lead conversion and marketing and customer lifecycle, would people see you as a thought leader, John? Absolutely. Okay. And then if you reeled in the people that mattered by whatever you identify what matters to you in your business and you built a connection and started a conversation, would you then start building a network around your business? Absolutely. And how many people would then convert into customers? A lot of them. Okay, so that's basically you and I are reading from the same hymn book, and this is the future of business because Facebook ads get ignored. And, and so what you need to do is you need to become a trusted advisor to your prospects and customers, and you do that by not just going after prospects and customers, but going after the people that influence them because a recommendation from other people is more powerful than you telling them how great you are. So I tell people... If you teach people to fish, they'll figure out you sell fishing poles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've actually had this experience with doing, doing this podcast, which by the time this goes live, this will be probably episode 108-ish. And uh, one thing that's blown me away was when I started, I didn't know how long I'd do this for or what sort of response it was going to have. But after doing it for it'd be almost two years soon, it's been incredible to see, and I know other people, that, you know, friends of mine that I've spoken to who'd say the same thing, it's been incredible to see the response in terms of you know, what's done for the business in terms of the money I make, but also for the, the street cred. Yeah, well, you know, I tell people stories to teach them these ideas because ultimately if you tell them something exactly, they're not going to remember it, but if you tell them a story, they'll remember it. So the story I tell people along the lines of exactly what we're talking about is that Social media is like a cocktail party. You don't walk into a business function and say, hey, I'm John McIntyre. Do you guys want to buy some marketing consulting? Right? <laughs> you, you, you walk into the room and you look around. You identify people that you might want to connect to. You walk up and stand adjacent to them and you begin to listen to the conversation. Eventually, you start adding value to the conversation. So they might be talking about, gosh, I have this business and, you know, I used to do advertising in the yellow pages and now that's not working. And then we tried this and in the newspaper and now that's not working. And I just, you know, I, I, I hear about the social media stuff, but I just, you know, I think that Facebook's a place for my, you know, wife and I just don't understand the social stuff. And you might start saying, well, you know, have you thought about how it's not really social media, but basically that business is social, life is social. People buy from people they like and they like people who know them. And so you start teaching them a little bit and they go, well, John, you seem like you know a lot about that stuff. What do you do? And, and you go, well, I just happen to consult in that stuff. And so what happens is rather than you going out and telling people how great you are, you begin to teach them them, them to be great. But not only that, but if you go into a room, there's other thought leaders and you begin to have conversations with them. When new people walk in the room, they go, well, gosh, John's talking to this other thought leader. Well, he must be a thought leader. And all of a sudden, you're a thought leader. Mm. <laughs> it's like it's just because you're having conversations and beginning to learn and beginning to share what they're saying and then adding your own thoughts onto it. And so that's what you've done to build your brand. And that's what every business person in the world needs to begin doing today. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's interesting. Like I found that uh, you know, one thing I was thinking of then when you were speaking was that when people, people often get in in the game and in, in, into business thinking that, well, I need to go and become an expert, then I can start acting like one and talking like one and then everyone's going to look at me as an expert. And uh, one thing I've realized just through experience is that that needs to be reversed. That how it actually works is that you, you, you have to start acting like an expert before everyone thinks you're an expert. So when you go to this cocktail party or you, know, you show up online with a website that you start giving out advice, you know, I, you know, it should be good advice, but over time what's going to happen is people will gradually start to see you as an expert the more you start to act and behave and do the things that experts do. No one's going to think you're an expert before that point. So a lot yeah. of people have it backwards. Yeah, well, you know, they say fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah, I think mean, that's fair. I mean, part of it too is it's not so much... Part, I mean, sometimes it is going to be, you do have to, there's an element where you do have to fake it a bit, at least in the beginning. But what happens over time is, that, you know, if you're the sort of person, let's say you start out faking it over time, because you then get more, you know, you get more attention, so then you get more clients or customers, then you get more experience with this fool. So eventually over time, you develop the skills anyway, yeah. so that you're no longer faking it. Yeah. I was kidding, John. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really believe that uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And, uh, and social is just a new channel of conversation, but that ultimately it's the basics in business that wins games. And this is what people forget. It's saying what you're going to do, doing what you say, follow up and follow through. And, uh, and this is where most people fail because they start getting excited about social media, they're making connections and doing all this stuff and they forget it's the basics of identifying people that matter, building relevant and authentic relationships so that you stay top of mind with that business person. So when they make a buying decision, they think of you and then you follow through on what you promise to do and you deliver to them to build your reputation and grow your business. It's really simple. The problem is, is that we're overconnected and overcommunicated. How's your inbox, John? Yeah, it's probably got about 10 or 15 emails in there right now. Yeah, mine's got thousands, okay? <laughs> and my signals on my social media have hundreds or thousands per day. Yeah. So we're telling everybody out there that content enables you to build your reputation and connect with people that matter and we teach them to share content on a regular basis. You share content on a regular basis, don't you, John? Yeah. Okay. So if you're sharing content to inspire and educate people on a daily basis, are you going to get connections from other business prospects? You mean via email and on social media, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. So eventually, your social media connections and your conversations are going to get louder than your inbox. So then what do you do? Right. Mm. So ultimately, what we need is an engine that listens to our signals, layers intelligence on top of those contacts and connections, identifies the people that matter and helps us to nurture those relationships to stay top of mind. Because today you live in Outlook, Address Book or Google Contacts, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn, Hootsuite and some type of market automation or CRM. And none of these things are connected. And it's hard, isn't it? Mm, it's really hard. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, so based on this, if you've got thousands of emails or hundreds of emails and thousands of connections on social media, how do you, when it comes to the actual, like the nitty gritty of your daily routine, how do you actually manage all this? So what I do is I use Nimble to identify the people that match the DNA of people that matter to me. And so Nimble, on any signal, and your most important business signals are email and calendar. And then beyond that, the connections and conversations that you're generating through social. Nimble layers intelligence on top of every person. Do you remember I said I nimbled you? Yeah. 
So Nimble essentially takes a bit of your information and ties that to other bits across dozens of databases and builds a live profile of who you are and then matches that to the people that matter to me, typically from my business, and then surfaces the ones that are important and then I'll build a touch cycle to stay in touch because like Mae West said, out of sight is out of mind, out of mind is out of money, honey. So how do you stay in touch today? You don't send them emails and say, hey, John, did you look at Nimble? Uh, you know, when you, have you thought about buying it, right? You yeah. stay top of mind by walking in somebody's digital footprint and adding value to the conversation. So the next time you do reach out, it's a warm call. And so Nimble manages that, not just in the Nimble platform, but everywhere I work. Because today, uh, we still live in our inbox and in LinkedIn and in Twitter and in Google Plus or Hootsuite or Instagram or wherever you happen to be. And so Nimble automatically builds an intelligent relationship platform by gathering your contacts, your calendar, your email, and your social conversations, interactions, builds a database, keeps it up to date on a daily basis, and then you can take it with you in any app anywhere as you are and add insights and intelligence to that engagement. Hmm. That's a, it's a, sounds like a pretty impressive piece of software. One thing, like what I'd like to know though, is like when you, so when you wake up in the morning and you, and you get started and it's like, all right, it's time to do this, it's time to connect. Do you, what happens? You know, what's the process? You log in sure. and then you see, a, you know, you see someone over here and you reply to them. How does it work? Sure. So in the morning I get an email and it's called the Nimble Daily. And the Nimble Daily essentially tells me the key things that are going on for the day. And the most important things are the basic stuff, right? It's the meetings that you've scheduled and the activities that you tasks that you've created for yourself. Those are the core things that you need to focus on. Then beyond that, there's signals that happen. So people plus one like, comment, retweet, otherwise engage with you. Nimble looks at all those signals, layers intelligence on top of all of them and surfaces the, the top 10 to you. So that's my Nimble daily. That's how I start. I get an email and there's also a today page in Nimble that shows me all that. Yeah. And so like for the meetings, I'll review who that person is, the history of our relationship and what I want to accomplish in the meeting. For the tasks, I'll review the tasks and prioritize them. And then for the signals, I'll then respond to them. So Nimble gives me the ability to reply or otherwise engage with those signals, birthdays, job changes, etc. And then um, during the day, I'll go back and I'll look at those signals or more importantly, wherever I happen to be, I'll use Nimble to nimble those people. So if I'm sitting inside of my inbox and I'm looking at a message from somebody, I could nimble them and nimble will essentially tell me exactly who they are. So I'm sitting there inside of the email that you sent to me and uh, in Gmail about this podcast. And inside there is uh, your record in Nimble, including uh, who you are, where you're from, where you work, what you're influential in, the history of our conversations, and what you're saying to the world. And then from here, I could do the follow-up and follow-through tasks that I need to do because every engagement, email, social, or conversation in person on the phone and Skype, results in a follow-up or follow-through task that you should be doing. Because if you don't have a purpose, for the connection, then ultimately it's just blind bumping in the night. And so I would then schedule the follow-up thing that I need to do. And it may, I may not have a specific thing, but I might want to stay top of mind because basically we connected and I might want to stay connected with you to develop the relationship. Mm. I could set a touch cycle to stay in touch. And because Nimble knows every time that you and I have connected, 
it knows the last time we connected. So I could say to Nimble, I wanna connect and stay connected with John every three months or every 30 days. And if I don't stay connected with you, Nimble will remind me to reach out. And rather than sending you an email and saying, how's that podcast going? Or have you tried Nimble? I might walk in your footprint and then share some of your content and add value to it. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. So that allows you to add a lot more, of, instead of just doing like, oh, hey, checking in, hey, have you tried Nimble yet? You're going to be like, oh, I saw this great podcast you put out the other day. You can share it and then I'll see that you've shared it and then we can talk again a week later and then you checking in, I'm much more receptive to you. Bingo, bingo, bingo. And that's the natural thing that we should all be doing. But the thing is, is that it's hard to do that at scale. It is. And so wouldn't it be great if you knew you were having a meeting with somebody that the system actually said, hey, why don't you go and share some of John's content before the meeting or after the meeting? Or if there was no connection and conversation 30 days after a meeting, it said, hey, you took the time to meet with this guy. You should follow up and follow through. Here's some things you can do. And so I think we all need a second brain, a nudge in our overconnected, overcommunicated world. And Nimble was designed to help you to do that because it's just hard. You know, there's a Dunbar limit, the, the limit on the number of connections that you could actually maintain as a human being. Yeah. And uh, it was a study by Dunbar, this English fellow, Google it, Dunbar limit. And so basically the, it's limited by our cortex. So all of our cortexes are about the same. It's that thing in the back of your brain. And uh, it's about 100 to 200 people max. And, uh, and the average network in Nimble is in the thousands. And so, John, there are people that you've met two years ago that you've lost touch with that could be powerful for your business, but you don't know it and they're forgotten. Yeah. So you're saying, so Nimble has an algorithm that'll figure out based on who I'm connected with right now. It'll actually tell me who's worth connecting with? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. That, that's even more interesting. Okay. So it's not in there that I can go and add in people that I actively want to connect with. But this is also going to give me a list of, all right, well, you should, you know, based on your profiles already, you should go and connect with these five or 10 people as well. Exactly. So what happens uh, is that Nimble maps the background of people and companies across all their identities. And then we bring the data down because ultimately a database is only as good as its data. Yeah. And so imagine if Infusionsoft had a database on people that you could then segment based off who they are, what their business is about, and their interactions that they have with you, your team, and your brand on email, calendar, and social. What could you do with that? You some pretty interesting stuff, that's for sure. Well, I mean, the thing is, is this. Today, when you sign up for a product, you get a generic message. Day one, here's some links. Day three, How's it going? Day seven, why didn't you sign up, right? Yeah. Imagine if the message was more along this. Day one, John, as a strategist in the marketing area, I know you understand the power of authentic one-to-one conversations and connections. That's why we believe Nimble could power your engagement in a much more intelligent way. We look forward to helping you grow. Would that be different than here's seven links? Much better, yeah. Okay, so imagine me being a kid 25 years ago and trademarking automated processes, actions based on triggers. I invented automated marketing, and I'm here to reinvent it. (laughs) Okay, very cool. I'm curious, can I do, with say Nimble, can I go in there and set up like an email email funnel, or is this just for social stuff? So I'm building it one day at a time. So what I've done so far is integrated your contact calendar, and communications on email, calendar, and social 
So you have a database that automatically builds itself. So you OAuth Nimble into all the things you have. We then bring all your contacts together, map their profiles, bring down the data. The next step is you're going to be able to segment that data on any of that information. So you can say, give me everybody who's influential in marketing, who has a clout score greater than this, who haven't contacted in this amount of time, or I'm not connected, or I am connected, or all those different things. You can imagine? Yeah. Okay. That's segmentation. Once you segment them, then you can put them onto processes, tracks. So if this, then that for people and companies. If you look like this, then do that. If I do this or don't do that, do this. So the segmentation will come next. And then after that, you'll have the drip tracks. So the drip tracks may be email. They might be social. There might be things you want to do. So if you look like this, add them to a list. If they look like this, then follow them. If they look like this, then send them on, send them, uh, put them on this track of email drip. If they do this or don't do that, then do this. Yep. That's very interesting. So then you could, you could have a funnel. So instead of just being an email funnel, you could say, all right, send a first email, then tweet them and say, did you get my email? Then, uh, then tweet one of the articles on their website and you could automate that whole process. Bingo. That's pretty epic, man. I'm actually signing up now. I'm integrating my Twitter account. I don't want to go and have a look at this. So, so Nimble is the simply smarter social sales and marketing platform <laughs> that is designed not for salespeople but for the whole company because it's not just salespeople that touch the customer. Everybody in the company touches the customer across the entire life cycle, and you shouldn't just have uh, a sales system in sales, a marketing system in marketing, an accounting system in accounting, et cetera, right? Yeah. And so that's what powered Goldmine is. It wasn't just in sales. The whole company adopted it. So Nimble is a platform that the whole company can use so that no matter who picks up the phone, you know exactly who they are, the history of the conversations, and how you might serve them. Yeah. Very cool, man. All right. So if people want to go and have a look at this, I am right now. Where's the best place for them to do that? Nimble.com. N-I-M-B-L-E.com. They can sign up. It's a two-week free trial. Be sure to uh, load our Chrome widget. That's our smart contacts app. And so basically, you could be nimble everywhere you are. So imagine if you're in LinkedIn and you're looking at a profile, you can nimble it. And if they're in your nimble system already, you get not just the LinkedIn profile, which is their resume, what they want you to see, but you get their Instagram, their Twitter, their Facebook, their Google+, their angel list, whatever you need. Imagine being inside of Hootsuite and being able to bring up Nimble and hover and discover on any contact that's in there. Being in Twitter, being in Facebook, being in a Forbes article and wanting to know who the author is. You can Nimble them. So Nimble is a verb. Nimble is a verb. I like it. I'm going to Nimble. I'm going to Nimble you after this call and see what I can find out. I just signed up, man. I've imported my data, so I'm going to have fun playing around with this this week. Awesome. John, it's been good to have you on the show, man. John, I really appreciate it. I love to teach. Uh, I truly believe the more people that you help grow, the more you'll grow that services the new sales. And uh, I encourage your audience to follow me on Twitter. And uh, it's John, J-O-N underscore Ferrara, F-E-R-R-A-R-A. Because uh, I, I, I'd love to learn more about them and how I might be able to serve them and help them grow. Cool. Fantastic. I'll have links to Nimble and uh, your Twitter profile in the show notes at themcmethod.com. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. 
Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more. Oh,